show. Well, I didn't see that either. He, he told Media Matters to go F themselves, and the left is like, oh, look at this. He's good. I like that. No, I like that too. Yeah. And welcome back to The Truth Hurts, where we expose corrupt politicians, lying corporate media. I'm Jake Duesenberg, your host. Joining me, as always, the political junkies led by Mega Jesse. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Yeah, we got a lot of good stuff to get into, so Dude, ready for you it. You always say that. Would we you do. ever say we don't have a lot of good stuff for you? <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of bad stuff <laughs> lined up for you. No, we got a lot of good stuff lined up. Well, thanks, Ed McMahon. You probably don't even get that reference. Uh, also joining us. I've heard us. the name. Who is Ed McMahon? Well, he was the big sidekick for uh, uh, Jimmy Stewart. Or no, Jimmy Stewart. What was the guy's name? Jimmy Stewart? Yeah, right? The Tonight Show? Jimmy Kimmel? No, Jimmy no this is like way back in the day. Oh. No, I'm having a brain. Oh, fart. Ed, you know what? I think I do know what you're talking about. Actually, I, th- I think I've seen uh, Rodney, Rodney uh, Dangerfield, oh, yeah, Rodney Dangerfield on it. Used yeah, to yeah. Do okay, I've seen that before. Yeah. yeah, gotcha. I know, I know the reference. Not why can I think his not name? That it's not young. Jimmy Stewart. It's uh, what, what's his name? In the comment section, please uh, <laughs> let us know because I am having a complete brain fart right now. This is a nice show with <laughs> someone. <laughs> well, this is gonna bug me now. All right, Mr. Straight Lace himself, William Beck. How you doing? I take issue with and leading the political junkies is Maggie <laughs> Jesse. No, I know. My That's agent why I said it. specified that this is a 50-50 relationship, so you'll be hearing from my agent. No, I, I, that's Trump is leading in the polls. Big league, okay? I, so, I did that on I'll purpose. I'll be the leader of us. Sl- slight you there, yeah. uh, William. Yeah, well, you don't have to try hard. Well, the thing is, I can slight you. I can rib you a little bit, but once we do Jesse, he gets all red in the face and he gets mad, and we don't know <laughs> if he's going to perform, so that's that's why I can rib you. <laughs> He's just, well, a, big, you're no just a bigger man, there. William. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, reading your comments is Bridget. How you doing, Bridget? I'm doing great. I'm fully entertained. Very patriotic shirt you got there. I know. Yeah. I need more. I'm going to start oh, trying to compete that. with Jesse. Although USA. I don't know if it's possible. <laughs> yeah, USA. So you're a Trump person then, huh? A hundred percent. I always will be. I'm well, more, of a, Biden more of a person. Mexico person. She can't myself. be a Biden person. We're in the dials is Dawson with the new view. Let's see it, Dawson. Show us your new view. It didn't really seem like it changed much. Hi. This is better. <laughs> it's the microphone's not like covering you up anymore, so it's that's good. more flattering than my profile because now I get to show off the traps and the delts. <laughs> oh, yeah. You told us you lost twenty pounds this morning, and yet well, I thought you were trying this, to cult- not this morning. I didn't. I didn't lose twenty pounds this morning. <laughs> oh. I have all my lips still, but I. Uh, this morning you told us you had lost twenty pounds <laughs> over a course of a period of time. All right. Yep. A couple months. A few months. Let's get into the show. <laughs> uh did anyone comment on who the tonight show guy is or do um, i have to google it myself carson carson okay forget that mm-hmm. johnny carson johnny, johnny carson. carson yeah i was yeah. even forgetting the first name johnny carson yeah jim stewart great actor but not jimmy stewart um johnny carlson johnny carson okay there we go that would have bugged the crap out of me mm-hmm. you know what does bug the crap on me are groomers these people from the LGBTQIA+, let's see, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transvest, trans, transgender. Oh, wow, <laughs> I can't say transvestite. No. Are we on? Yeah, we are on YouTube. Okay. Yep. Uh, well, we can be, uh, we can do whatever because we're only down to one strike now on YouTube. We can say a racism. I don't know. Dylan Mulvaney <laughs> said it should be a crime to misgender somebody. Of course. Yeah, that's right. Oh, did we cover that on the show? What? The, light? the no, the Dylan Mulvaney saying that it should be a crime to mis- misgender someone. When was this? Pretty recently. A couple, a couple days ago, yeah. yeah. I sent it in our chat, I think. Um, what do you think I see everything in your chat? <laughs> we don't post that much. Uh, I don't read Usually all the Usually it's directed at you. Usually it's by uh, Jesse, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. What's the I? I is 
Intersex. Intersex, a asexual, plus is two spirited. No, two S plus is two spirit. And then oh, plus crap, is everything else <laughs> that is not. Oh, included. plus is all yeah. the yeah. not mentioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, crap. So I got it wrong. Well, come get me. <laughs> uh, so we have often say these guys are grooming the youth. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to groom the youth. And it seems to be uh, true. It seems like we have some evidence on it. We go to uh, down to Florida with your big old favorite politician in the whole world there, William uh, Ron DeSantis. My what big old he, favorite politician. Yeah, what, what did he do this week? Oh, uh, so if we that look at the cue. action, I, we, we got an article. I was, sorry, I was waiting for the cue there. Go to actionsdelivery.com, um, by the way. Yeah, so many of you, I'm sure, have heard about this. It's maybe a week or so old, but we were chatting about it the other day, and we figured, well, we better talk about this. This is kind of a big deal. So they just passed an extension of the the don't say gay bill. I don't even know what the proper terminology is for it, but um, anyway, you guys know what I'm talking about. The one, the one where you're not allowed to talk about sexuality or gender ideology in grades, uh, kindergarten through third grade, I think it was. So they expanded that. And part of this uh, expansion includes a provision where people under 21 years old cannot attend a public drag show. Well, that really pissed off a lot of the pride people down in Florida. And in fact, one of the bigger pride organizations, I believe it's, can you scroll down a little bit? It's called the Pride of the Treasure Coast Incorporated. Right. They, Jesse used to be a member of them. Uh, have they gone, gone astray since then? <laughs> I don't know anything about them. Okay. Um, they came out with this statement. Even before the bill was signed into law, they came out and said, because of this new age restriction, they're canceling. Why don't you put a lisp? Pride hey, hold on, hold on. You're going to do your Trump impression later. Why don't you do a lisp when you do this one? <laughs> I can't read that far. Oh, you don't have it. As all of you know, the political climate that we are currently in has all of us very concerned for our community. After multiple meetings with the city officials, it was with heavy heart that Pride Alliance of the Treasure Coast has to announce that this weekend's Pride Fest will now be a 21 and older event. I'm going to add extra drama to this. The city has decided that with the likelihood that the governor will sign the latest bill into effect this evening, that we will need to be on the side of caution and has required us to make this necessary change. We're obviously upset and disheartened that it has come to this. We also regret to announce that we will have to cancel our plans to bring back our beloved parade. Sounds like you have some experience using that voice. Every best Valley girl accent out of all of us. (laughs) Every straight male in the upper midwest has learned how to do the gay voice i don't know why <laughs> so many gay guys have the list but it doesn't make sense what, yeah, what is it about? Like, i think it's a signal just yeah to i think it let is too. other people know that you're gay oh but it's not it so they they are pra- they practice it they, like they, they gotta they practice have to. they gotta they practice like <laughs> i think it is a natural thing talk. like well, well what, why would it be natural here. i don't get it well it could be like a low testosterone thing do you think know. that's behind? I don't know. Well, first of all, we've never settled why what makes someone gay, right? <laughs> we're we're, we're so playing I'm with not, fire I'm not, here. I'm not joking. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just if we want to get into this, we're we're getting into it. Well, I'm just very curious why be, why it seems to be commonplace that gay people have a lisp. 
in the comment section. We want to hear. Do you know? Yeah, let's let's see what, what people in the comments. <laughs> yes. Our comment section will know the answer. I'm sure. Uh, I'm guessing they won't. But <laughs> we'll just read their theory. comments. We'll have some yeah. comments. We'll, we'll read the comments. Parker says it comes from the Spanish crown. List used to be popular in old world Europe. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that. at all. I don't think it's <laughs> <true> at all. <laughs> Could be some misinformation. So there. every every straight man, straight boy in the upper Midwest, at least growing up in my era, I'm 40 years old, knows how to do that 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 voice. So stop insinuating things, guys. All right, <laughs> stop, stop insinuating. <laughs> my God. Well, you're the one that was in the pride of the Treasure Coast. <laughs> I don't know anything about them, but you know, one thing to push back on DeSantis a little bit here. I mean, okay, pivot, pivot, pivot. Hold on a second. This this is for people 21 and older. Okay, if you're able to die for this country, shouldn't you be able to go to a drag show? Why are we telling 18, 19, and 20 year olds? That they're not allowed to do what they want. It yeah. seems ridiculous. Yeah, to me. America. That's I'm right. Saying, make the age eighteen. You know, that's that's America, what the age the is for just about sodomy. everything else. You know? I think if you're eighteen years old, you should be able to drink that, you know, LGBT approved Bud Light too, right? Sure. If you're willing to, if you could die for your country, you should be able to drink that Bud Light. Right. But isn't it ridiculous? Don't you think it's a little ridiculous to make the age twenty one? Yeah, the what word is the ridiculous. rationale behind that? Because you're the official DeSantis uh um well, let me let me pull way. out the talking points they gave me. Yeah, just wait for that. Um, twenty-one is an interesting age because I I think it's stupid that we balance between eighteen and twenty-one. Like, let's just pick a consistent age for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if it were eighteen, do you think they would have gone forward with the pride event? No, I think that's the story here. Mm-hmm. Is it really the 18, 19, and 20-year-olds? Is that what really canceled? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Right. I I agree with you guys on that. I'm just saying that from a perspective of just fairness, you kind of got to look at it and go, well, 21 doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I think uh, they probably took it a little too far. I I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. I think those are still young, impressionable minds. Like, I had different... I was more well, of a libertarian. When, yeah, but then they're young, impressionable minds that can die for this country. William. Exactly. Yeah, and I think you know so once you, you turn eighteen, that age? I think once you uh, turn eighteen, you should be able to change your gender. You should be able to do whatever you want. I don't agree with it, but you should be able to do what you want when you're eighteen. And uh, you know, so why should you be able to change your gender at eighteen, but you can't go to a drag show? Well, first of all, you can't change your gender. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, you, you, you boy, can you try. sound super woke today. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what you probably learned at the Treasure Coast Alliance. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, that's the thing. I, I, you know, the, the left wouldn't even say change your gender. They say that you're whatever you feel you are. So, mm-hmm. you know, to even say the word transgender yeah. means that you're changing. So, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. What, any other theories out there? By the way, I really appreciate someone telling me that was Johnny Carson because that would have really bugged me this whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. That, those kind of things really bug me when you, you, the name slips your mind, you know, especially when you're live on air. What a, a terrible thing to be trapped at. <laughs> Long Rifle 88 says, one thing I'll say is, Jesse, go to church. How about not drag shows? <laughs> well, so. I'm with you on that. I'm not oh, supporting yeah, drag yeah. shows. Oh, William, well William, done, William. Sir. Well done. We know William. who you are, by the way, Long Rifle. Yeah, he Good likes job. to twist my words and everything. So He's getting to say anything. red now. Clap. <laughs> yeah, right. well, I'm not saying go to drag shows. I'm just saying that it shouldn't be illegal for 18, 19, and 20-year-olds. That's anti-freedom. I am Long I agree Rifle with that, 88 by the way. commenting. Huh? I am Long Rifle 88. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, we know who it is. I know who it is. It's not me, but... But the very yeah. closely aligned, so there you go. I, you yeah. probably set him up to it, mm-hmm. CS. <laughs> All right, so let's get beyond that because I agree with you, Jesse. I think mm-hmm. you can make stupid mistakes at 18. You know, it's it's your life. Live and let live. Yeah. But 
we have to agree as a society what the age of majority is. And by the way, there's no consistency. You can't rent a car or run for U.S. Congress until you're 25. You can't own a firearm, uh, like a pistol, until you're 21 or an, or an assault rifle. <laughs> um, what else? Can't drink till 21, right? Mm-hmm. What else is there? And then a lot of other things. Well, smoking now in Minnesota is 21, right? Nationwide yeah. is 21. Tobacco, is it yeah. nationwide? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can thank Mitch McConnell for that one. And Did that Romney. pass in a federal bill? I didn't even yeah. It was like a big it? omnibus bill. Yeah, what was it? Oh, of like course. 2018, 2019 or something like that. Yeah, it's been oh, a couple I totally years. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So I was yeah, actually Romney in was that. A big one behind it. I was in that period where I was legally allowed. I don't smoke, but I was legally allowed to smoke. And then I was not legally allowed to you smoke. You should have done it. You should have bought a pack of cigarettes. I think I bought like a Let's cigar try. or something. Do you think I do you should smoke be, the occasional Do you think cigar. using this logic, you shouldn't be able to get married until you're uh, 21? That's mm. a pretty big life decision. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about legally, you can undo a marriage. I don't think the the sacrament of marriage can be undone per se, but within our American legal system, you can get a divorce. We have no fault divorce in place. Right. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about mutilating your genitalia. Well, no, no, we're not asking that question. We're saying uh, attend events, like go to a drag show. So you're saying you well, can't but that's, undo that's the, the idea s- here, right? It's it's to prevent the indoctrination of. I'm not going to wholeheartedly defend this. I'm kind of on. I'm. I understand your guys's argument here. At the same time, I don't think degeneracy should be promoted in mainstream society. So I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. I I see arguments on both sides. Well, if we go back mm-hmm. to this article, Dawson, it makes it really obvious that they were looking at the Ron DeSantis because it says the city has decided that with the likelihood that the governor will sign the latest bill into effect. So it hadn't even been signed, right? Um, mm-hmm. And that we will need to, and this is April 19th, by the way, that we will need to be on the side of caution and is required to make the necessary change. So, you know, it does beg the question, at what age did this really stop? If he would have done 18 plus, would they mm-hmm. still have canceled this event? Mm-hmm. So I guess now it's, a, good a, little, it's, yeah, it's a little unknown, right? Mm-hmm. I want to tell you a story. So um, I got a kid that's apparently going on a field trip in Minneapolis, and I'm like, I don't know about this, you know? Like, <laughs> what are the safety precautions for kids, you know, mm-hmm. when they go into the belly of the beast? But, you know, it wasn't my only concern. It wasn't just the safety. It was like, <laughs> well, let me not out the the thing that they're going to. But I was like, what does this place stand for? So I have to go look it up, and I got to see the gender equity, inclusion, hmm. whatever the hell they call it, diversity, the whole, you know, the whole uh, keywords they always use to look up their policy. It's like, from best I could tell, they're not going to try to indoctrinate my, you know, nine year eight year old eight mm. year old was it eight yeah eight um but you know that's the thing that we got to worry about now as parents is like they're definitely going to that young age yeah i'll tell you what if there's ever like some kind of drag show or some kind of just complete grooming in my child's school mm-hmm. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i know a lot of people in my neighborhood in my area that would be at that school board meeting giving these guys an earful mm-hmm. yeah so luckily it hasn't creeped over to our area but uh definitely has happened in minneapolis and then they had to cancel that event that was something we reported on last month yep. yeah it's really interesting it's crazy that these teachers feel empowered to do this kind of stuff when last year they were calling parents who showed up at school board meetings terrorists right mm-hmm. like if they're clearly they're not afraid of these parents otherwise they wouldn't be doing this stuff well, I mean, being afraid of parents, it's such a weird thing to have to say, you know, you shouldn't have it's to be afraid of parents, agreed. Agreed. but yeah, but it's like, you need to be fearful that if you go 
beyond like common decency and you try to groom children that there's going to be retribution. Mm -hmm. What do we got here, Bridget? Um, I was looking at YouTube, so TNBA is the person commenting. How interesting they canceled their parade because of the age um, change to 21. The gay men's, the SF gay men's choir saying we are coming after your children. What? Yeah. Is it, like is that San Francisco? I don't know. SF gay men's chorus, did you say? What did you say? SF gay men's choir. Hmm. I don't know. Google. You know, I almost remember I don't know hearing if I something Google about SF that. Gay men, though. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. William's on top of it. He's uh, Googling SF gay men. Um, Dover Dan said there is one in Rochester. I don't know if he's referring to a drag show hmm. for kids. I don't know. Well, um, tell us more about it. And then yeah. Brad Ganser says a 20 year old can no longer smoke a cigar, but soon they'll be able to smoke weed in Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, wait. No, it's going to be 21 yeah, for be marijuana, 21. actually. They're going to yeah. oh, make it, it? Okay. 21 for uh, weed here. So. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely Well, with the taxes that they're putting on, oh, I wouldn't be surprised church, if people said. still get it from their uh, dragon church. Wherever yeah. they're getting yeah. it from. Right, otherwise. I think so, too. Yeah. Wait, so there's a drag show at a church? What, yeah, I don't know. In Rochester church? somewhere? Do you have like a link to the event? We'd love to look into this. That'd be interesting. I love our fan base. Our fan base keeps us alive. And by the way, I guess we learned last week that if you want me to go on a rant, you pay $10 to Rumble Rants <laughs> and you give me the topic and I'll go on the rant. Does that mean that people think I rant too much? Is that what they're saying? <laughs> I, I no. think they're saying you don't you can rant pay, enough uh, if they're, $10 if they're also, for it. You can also get $10 and uh, that old um, William will um, read anything, any Trump quote you want in his Trump voice, <laughs> which is – a lot of people say it's a good voice. A lot of people lot are of people. telling me. <laughs> Best Trump impersonator here. I'll see here. if brought the energy today. <laughs> you did. I love it. All right, next story. Transgender toddlers. Now, you guys snuck this one in on me. Mm -hmm. I haven't been able to review it, which is some of the best content we have. I haven't actually reviewed this either. So you Jesse. put it in there and you didn't even uh, review it? I did. It? Oh, okay. No, I, yeah. Well, yep. tell us what you got here. Yeah, there, so Dawson, Jesse. go ahead and uh, pull up that link uh, because... What we're seeing is all of these different oh, places, Duke Health, UNC Health, and ECU Health are all these uh, health organizations that are pushing transgender surgeries for toddlers. Uh, so for people, for children two years old, three years old, and four years old. So what's, who's the article from here? Uh, so this is from edfirstnc.org. Uh, so, okay. Uh, and there were a lot of interesting quotes that I was looking at it from. Uh, so obviously, Ed, hold on. Edfirstnc.org. We are an organization fighting for parental rights and against school radicalization and sexualization, sexualization, sexualization of children. Boy, Jake, can you speak? Hmm. Um, I'm, be, I'm thinking the NC stands for North Carolina. Oh, they got Thomas Sewell on there. Yeah, website. Duke is NC. Yeah, North Carolina. What's that? Duke is North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Well, I know, but I'm saying the actual thing is, uh, oh, it's a pack. Well, I'm assuming the NC means North Carolina here. Mm -hmm. Contact? Because I've never heard of this. It's not a news site. It seems like a group that's similar-minded to us. All right, well, we'll just make that assumption. Mm -hmm. All right, so that's who's reporting on it. Yep, and so basically, uh, you know, one of the people who's involved is uh, basically trying to argue that you know, gender and sex are, you know, it's based on how you feel. It's not based on uh, how you're born. It's not based on your genitalia. Uh, and uh, I, I had read in this article, I'm not finding it right away, but what I had read in this article was that uh, some of these organizations are doing this so often to toddlers and children that they even do it for free on Wednesdays. So they have once a week that they're giving toddlers, uh, 
you know, hormone, uh, trying to change their hormones, trying to cut off their genitals, trying to castrate them. Uh, it's absolutely insane. Wait, it shows. Wait. So it's like a hormone giveaway. Like every Wednesday, you can walk in. They're just handing the stuff out like candy. That's right. Quite, quite literally. I no, I know this. it's it's insane. I can't believe that this stuff is going on. But wow, uh, you know they are literally pushing this onto two year olds, three year olds, and four year olds. So uh, if you're willing to push this evil agenda onto you know kids that young, it shows how you know it's grooming in the most obvious sense of the definition, and it's extremely evil. You can't say it's not at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, what person in the right mind thinks that two- and three-year-old know what the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. It's At insane. UNC Health, children as young as three can be evaluated for gender dysphoria. The clinic states it practices gender-affirming care on its intake form. And then they got a picture here. If you go back to that website, you yeah. can see it's Yeah, like the intake blue. form is pretty interesting to look at. Scroll Reason down a for little referral. Bit. That's it right there. That's going to be hard for them to see. Yeah, that is and you insane can, though. Kids can't even like, they can't even think rationally at two. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course not. Nothing. And, like, nothing they can't they even do hardly is like speak in com- you know complete right. sentences. Yeah, I mm-hmm. have a basically so three year old at home. It'll be three um, in August. Brad Ganser says, "How much does the Rumble rant have have to be for Jake not to talk?" Ooh. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh well, yeah, Brad. I'll tell you what, Brad. That was pretty. a that was a good one for the whole <laughs> show. Really good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a hundred bucks. But yeah, uh, it, in this Brad. article, it quotes, it says, uh, so eager that its medical school residents offer cross-sex hormones for free every third Wednesday. So, uh, Oh, every third Wednesday. It's, well, it's okay, guys. It's yeah, okay. right. Yeah, it's not every week. No, Jeez. but it's every third Wednesday of... Uh, That's so strange. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's absolutely Would you do crazy. us... Uh, would one of you guys do us a favor, like, just so we could understand what it's like... Um, would one of you guys go on like the hormone treatments? So <laughs> Hell see no. What the transitions like. <laughs> what is that? Oh, nose no, goes. No, oh, you're last. <laughs> you're like. <laughs> um, it would make for great ratings. I'm just gonna be honest. Well, we don't. We don't need to because there's so many people, hundreds, maybe thousands at this point of kids who have detransitioned and mm-hmm. who have gone public about their experiences. Yeah. People that the LGBT community are trying to silence, but. You watch these videos, it's just heartbreaking. Yeah, it is. and th- that's sad. the answer to the transgender problem. It's detransitioning these children, you know, uh, and I think that's going to be the solution. I think a lot of parents are going to get their heads out of their asses. They're going to drop the propaganda. They're going to realize that they're screwing their kid's life up, and, uh, you know, things are going to have to get maybe a little bit worse before they get better, but I'm hopeful that uh, eventually people are going to see the light and uh, we're not going to allow them to push this onto children. Yeah, you know, and it's sad to see this to like prestigious universities like Duke, but yeah, yeah, two years old. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. What's going mm-hmm. on in the legislature here? You know, yeah. we talk about this. We're on the front lines of the radical left here in Minnesota. There was an interesting article we read in NBC, which was talking about how Minnesota, which is one of the few states that got a full trifecta for the Democrats. By the way, no new trifectas for Republicans. Okay. But the Democrats got a couple trifectas, Massachusetts, Michigan, mm-hmm. to name a couple other ones. And they got Minnesota. But something about Minnesota is like even further down the road than those other states. Mm-hmm. Like comparative to Michigan, Minnesota is the liberal dream. And we see it every day. It's not a dream. It's a freaking nightmare. There ain't a Democrat other than like Gene Plowski or Dave Lizgar in the House that ever go against the Democrat establishment. 
in the Senate, all they need is one Democrat to go against it. And the Putnam's of the world and the Hoffman's of the world and the Judy Sieber's of the world. They're mm-hmm. just a bunch of shills for the establishment. Mm-hmm. They do everything they say, including general mutilation for minors. Mm-hmm. So what's going on this week here in the legislature? Right. So this week, obviously, it's conference committees because uh, all of these omnibus bills and all of these budgets uh, are having joint meetings between certain members of the House and certain members of the of the Senate. Obviously, the establishment ones that the Democrats want to have in those meetings, but they're having these joint conference meetings to come to a final passage of these omnibus bills. So the most uh, important one, obviously, is the gun control. Uh, so I've been watching that one. It is SF2909. Uh, they've been having joint conference committee meetings. Basically, what they've been doing is just analyzing the differences between the House and the Senate. Uh, it sounds like they're going to meet again tomorrow at 1030 a.m. You can find all of that stuff on YouTube just by looking up the Minnesota Senate Live or Minnesota House Live, and you can find all of the streams that uh, provide it. So uh, the gun control thing, we obviously we can't allow these red flag laws. We can't allow these expansive ba- uh, background checks that are really just going to be used to track Minnesotans and try to, uh, you know, attack gun owners when criminals are the ones who don't follow gun laws anyway. So really all they do is target us. And, you know, today we're going to see in uh, the Senate and uh, they're going to be passing the omnibus tax bill. So we're going to see our taxes go up all because these Democrats, you know, it's like they don't have enough money with a $17 billion surplus and they're still well, hungry I mean, for more. Well, I mean, it's $21 billion. Let's not use right, their yeah. stupid numbers. It's like $21 billion they're holding mm-hmm. on to and they're still raising taxes. That's Crazy. right. Yep. And uh, the House today, they are going to be pushing this paid family and medical leave. So basically forcing business owners to uh, have to pay time leave off for, you know, people that are sick or if they're taking care of their family or something or you know, maybe the employee's just lying and wants a day off, you know. So uh, now all of a sudden, uh, businesses in Minnesota are going to be forced to take on a burden that's unfair to them. And, you know, it's being pushed by these Democrats like Andy Smith, Representative Andy Smith, bankrupt uh, Andy Smith, the guy who, uh, small business Smith, that's what li- some people like to call him. Uh, you know, the guy who's got a failed small business, he sits there and talks all the time like he's a small business owner, but, you know, he's gone bankrupt. And, uh, you know, he's one of the top people helping push this thing. It's just crazy. We should find out if he ever, like, went after Trump for going bankrupt. Yeah, I'm funny. sure. Yeah. Yeah, I bet that would be a good one. Uh-huh. Yeah, it'd be good to parallel those those two ideas. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and then also the House has also taken on the Omnibus Economic Development Policy Bill. So uh, those are the bills that we're going to uh, be tracking, seeing what's going on. Uh, throughout the House and Senate today. We have a viewer, Brenda, I think was her name, that mm-hmm. was reaching out to you, asking questions. Did you ever get back to Brenda? I did reach out to her. I haven't heard back yet. Okay. But, uh, yeah, but, she had a great idea that, you know, maybe we need to make some educational videos that tell people how to read these bills, uh, how to even go about looking into them. I think it's a great idea, and I think the establishment would hate to see us informing the people on how to read these bills. That's uh, Jesse's job, by the way. He monitors the legislature. He, you go into his office here at headquarters in Roseville, He's got, like, the House up, the Senate up. He's watching committees. He's reporting on this, letting us know. Gets the articles written. Mm-hmm. He reads. He writes some articles. Otherwise, he feeds it to William and myself. So he does great mm-hmm, work. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think we got to teach some class on it. A lot of people have an interest in knowing that. Yeah. Um, okay. Newf2727 says, how about Judy Sieberger's tweet the other day? Yeah, oh. that's an interesting know. one. Let's uh, pull that up, uh, Dawson. Go to Twitter. Look up Judy Sieberger. S E E B E R G E R. Yeah. Lots that of E's. Hilarious. That, that is a lot of E's. Mm-hmm. Judy Seberger, who won by 321 votes in a district. 
in a district, the closest district. It's what changed the balance of power. Tom DePel kicked Tony Jurgens butt in the primary. What do they do? They end up uh, Tony Jurgens, the f- the former Republican, endorsing Judy Seaver. And this is yep. what brought down the balance of power to yeah, and Democrats. Yeah, Dawson, it was about the Scroll second down. or third tweet there. So, yeah. Yeah, right there. Yep. Uh, yep. I feel it's important to point – do you have a Judy Seaburger voice, William? <laughs> you know what? She never talks on the floor, so I don't know what she sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she stays pretty quiet. I feel like it's like a crying voice. I feel it's important to point out that there are few <laughs> modern lawmakers who wish we you know were what? passing bills that were a little more, you know, moderate. Which is hilarious because she <laughs> votes with the DFL on literally everything. Yeah. Everything, yes. She is literally the deciding vote. Mm-hmm. And she's crying, oh, well, why can't we do things more moderate? She has so much leverage here to be the person that forces more moderate bills through. Mm-hmm. And, of course, she's. this is all an act. Yeah. It is an act. She's uh, disagreeing Ken Martin. He's a nobody, but he's uh, in the power structure. He's the Democrat chair in Minnesota. DFL, they call him Democrat former labor, mm-hmm. which is very less former and a lot less labor these days. There is no state in this country delivering a more progressive agenda than Minnesota. <laughs> period. In stop. Sounds like a kid. Elections matter. We mm-hmm. are using the power we have to make the biggest difference we can for as many people as we can. Is that an at the Democrats and at Minnesota DFL? And then it's an NBC news story. Is that the same? Yeah, I think that's the same news story I was just talking about, actually. Mm-hmm. Go back to that, that tweet. So she's responding to Ken Martin because she's standing up to the party boss. Yeah. I feel it's important to point out that <laughs> there are a few moderate lawmakers who wish we were passing bills that were a little <laughs> more, you know, moderate. <laughs> no, you so don't. Funny. You're yeah. just a... You're just a shield for the establishment. The Democrats are so anti-grassroots. If you don't know that at this point, go ask Bernie Sanders. They're mm-hmm. so anti-grassroots. The party bosses call the shots. We saw this firsthand when in 2021 we needed in Governor Walz's COVID lockdowns. And we just needed four of the six Democrats who were voting prior to that to continue voting against Governor Walz's powers, and all six of them flipped. Which means that the Democrats went to him, you better get on board. Yeah. You won't get elected. We'll screw you up. And then, of course, what happens? Julie Sansett doesn't get reelected. Rob Eklund doesn't get reelected. By the way, Rob Eklund's a, a lobbyist. I just saw that the other day. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, that's an interesting wrinkle. Yeah, he's a lobbyist for, uh, I better get this right, the law firm that uh, oh, filed that complaint. Yes. Did, yes. Or, do I have that right? Yeah, Rob Eklund's yep. working for them. I remember that. Oh, now. you got to love. Yeah, we're being uh, uh, another attack erroneous attack against this campaign finance board and none other than our political enemies doing it completely erroneous we'll win this one too but this is what these guys do they're a bunch of cronies mm-hmm. so yeah there you go that was uh <laughs> rob eklund <laughs> yeah it's their bipartisan uh legislative what do they call those people legislative affairs or whatever they don't call mm-hmm. them lobbies but that's what the hell they are mm-hmm. right? rob eklund lost uh mark Ward didn't run again although he's the commissioner of revenue now and uh, Sundin didn't run again. The so only mm-hmm. one survived was Pawlowski and and uh, who am I forgetting? Liz Lagarde. Oh, Liz Lagarde. Yeah. All right. Well, Liz Lagarde's done next time around, I think. Yeah, probably. I think Pawlowski's safe until he retires. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Correspondence dinner. Let's talk about this. You know what the correspondence dinner is? White House correspondence dinner? 
mean, <laughs> if the know. trust in the media is like at all time low, I don't know anyone that watches this stuff, but it's just all the crony elites, the politicians, the president of the United States having a night where they're whining and dining together. Everything that we think happens all the time in Washington, D.C., and they do it with this like big celebrity comedian. This time, I don't know the guy, Roy Jones or something like that. He's a comedian on The Daily Show. That's some pretty good jokes in it. But basically, they start trash-talking Tucker Carlson to huge applause in the room. Did you get some clips from this? Yeah, yeah, I sent them over to Dawson. Do you um, have those queued up? So I have I picked out a couple of clips here. Um, I don't know which one we're doing first, so we'll we'll go through them. Okay. Okay. So these first ones are then just jokes. They're political jokes that the journalists all laugh at. So you know we're getting unbiased reporting from them. <laughs> Uh, here, let's play. In a lot of ways, this dinner sums up my first two years in office. I'll talk for 10 minutes, take zero questions, and cheerfully walk away. Vaccinated the nation. Don't you love how he jokes about that? The they all laugh, too. They don't care. Yeah, yeah, stop right there. They're joking about the president of the United States not being transparent. That's what they're joking about. Yep. Mm-hmm. They, they act like they're outraged when the president doesn't answer questions. They're not outraged. They're laughing at that joke. Yeah. Oh, God, this is why it's so pitiful. But we have to clown these these uh, lying corporate media types. Victories and midterm results, but the job isn't finished. I mean, it is finished for Tucker Carlson. Ooh. Your favorite Fox News reporters were able to attend because they were fully vaccinated and boosted. This year... With that $787 million settlement, they're here because they couldn't say no to a free meal. He's had to throw the <laughs> okay, vaccine. Okay, now hold on. That's it. In there. Okay, first of all, that's a great joke. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he didn't write it. <laughs> yeah. He delivered it pretty well. That's a good joke. <laughs> but some interesting hard truth on that first one, because they probably did have a vaccination policy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they all probably did it, right? That's why I think where our big departure from uh, departure from Fox News was is back in the COVID times when they weren't really actually against these vaccine mandates, and a lot mm-hmm. of them were getting the shot. And so, Fox News imposed their own vaccine correct. mandate on their employees. Right. That's right. Yes, I mean that basically is what unites the four people in this room right now, right? Yeah. Bridget didn't want to get it, which was troubling as pursuing nursing. You didn't want to get it, which made you drop out of law school. Mm-hmm. William, I guess, oh, you didn't, you were in school. So you had that, uh, I didn't get it, but they really pushed me. Yeah. I get uh, it. You're in, you were still a college student. So that's tough. I mean, they were really pushing that me. I'm kind of like skirting through society. Uh, <laughs> not a lot of, they don't got a lot on me. So yeah, that's what brings us together. Anyhow, I thought that was an interesting point. Let's, let's move on. I'd call Fox honest, fair, and truthful. But then I could be sued for defamation. Yeah. Can, can we stop with the grooming stuff? Can you stop talking about that? Drag queens are not at a school to groom your kids. Yep, like we mentioned what before, thunderous applause here. It's a conspiracy. And even if they were, most of them kids gonna get shot at school. It ain't no problem. What the? Don't groom pass legislation. And then a big pl- applause for gun control. I'm like, I'm like Mitch McConnell. I ain't got no soul. <laughs> the truth. The truth matters. As I said last year at this dinner. 
Here's where he goes on a weird rant. Our democracy and parts of the extreme press. Truth buried by lies and lies living on as truth. Lies told for profit and power. Lies Does the old man yell? Repeated over and over again. Designed to generate a cycle of anger, hate, and even violence. A cycle that emboldens history to be buried, books to be banned, children and families to be attacked by the state, and the rule of law and our rights and freedoms to be stripped away. We're elected representatives of the people are expelled from state houses for standing for the people. I made clear that we know in our bones, and you know it too, our democracy remains at risk. But I've also made it clear, as I've seen throughout my life, it's within our power, <laughs> each and every one of us, to preserve our democracy. Yeah, thanks for getting those clips together. I uh, mean, I, it's like I don't even know what to say after that. Like, just a weird cringe. old man rant at the end of it that feels very mm -hmm. out of place with like the mood of the night. Happy this guy is running for re-election. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he might win. That's the problem. He might win. We didn't think he had a chance oh, in true. 2020, and then they just who it. we didn't think he had a chance. I thought he definitely had a chance in 2020. I thought Trump was going to. Okay, well, I thought he didn't have a chance. I thought Trump was going to. I did think Trump was going to win in the end, but I mean, when you say he doesn't have a chance, I certainly thought he had a chance. There's a reason they they, they moved mountains and oceans to, to get him to be the nominee because they thought he had a chance to win. Yeah, it's just the whole campaigning from your basement bit, the Hunter well, Biden the laptop. Thing, the the well, who knew about the Hunter Biden laptop? They suppressed that story. They did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, the campaigning from your basement. Well, it's COVID. We got to be careful. And they ran on that. And too many idiots fell for that bullshit. That's yeah. the other thing that really bothers me is we don't want to talk about COVID. We don't want to actually hold the people accountable during COVID. Mm -hmm. Like that big travesty happened to the American people and no one's being held accountable for it. Mm -hmm. And I love how, you know, he goes on to the democracy thing. You know, it's like, isn't the ability to vote for who we want democracy? So if I want to vote for Trump, that's democracy. You know, so, you know, he's not for democracy. He's for keeping his power. You know, the Democrats, they yeah. just throw that term around to try to appease people and try to make themselves look morally superior. But it's a joke. They don't even believe in it. Yeah, I mean, this whole correspondence dinner, this whole thing, I've been so, for the last, I don't know, decade or so, just so anti-establishment. You know, back in the day, you know, I, I thought, you know, I was a big fan of George W. Bush when he was the president, you know, regret, regrettably so now. Um, it was probably around that time McCain ran, where I was like, screw this guy. Like, mm -hmm. I did not vote for, didn't vote for Obama, but definitely didn't vote for McCain. I became anti-establishment. So this correspondence dinner is just like the, the, the ugliness of the establishment. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a bunch of these corporate media people, these liars um, that are very anti-Trump that are, you know, meeting for a night to have a good time, wine and dine, literally wine and dine. Things like MSNBC and ABC, NBC, 
Mm-hmm. CNN. So let's go to our next story. Trump is going to be on CNN this week or next mm-hmm. week. That's right. Let's pull up that story, <laughs> which we don't have a final. We don't understand this one, but we're going to try to navigate it. We really want to hear from you guys. Can you believe this? Trump is going to appear on CNN in a town <laughs> hall. According to uh, CNN politics, it says former president Donald Trump. I'm actually shocked they even called him former president. You would think they wouldn't <laughs> say that. Usually they say something stupid oh, like just Mr. Wait. Trump or oh, just, just, Trump. Well, actually, that is an official way to um, present a former president is by calling him Mr. But that's not how they do it. They don't do it. They. I, I was a little shocked. It says he will participate in a CNN presidential town hall next week in New Hampshire, the network announced. this CNN this morning, anchor... Caitlin Collins. I don't know who that is. Do you guys know who that is? Nope. I don't no. watch any scene anymore other than catching something at the airport, which I don't <laughs> fly that often. We'll moderate the event at St. An- Anselm College. I don't even, I've never even heard of that, which will air at 9 p.m. Eastern on May 10th and will feature the former president taking questions from New Hampshire Republicans and undeclared voters who plan to vote in the 2024 presidential primary. Oh, I'm sure those are you know, undeclared voters. Yep, that, that'll be uh, – <laughs> Mixture of nonpartisan people. Mm-hmm. This will be Trump's first appearance on CNN since the 2016 presidential campaign. The CNN town hall comes as Trump. Now, this is, you know, Trump is going on on programming with the beast, the 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 belly of the beast, so mm-hmm. to speak, the the uh, complete enemy, right? And here they are, just reporting he's going to come on a town hall. Now, listen to this paragraph. The CNN town hall comes as Trump has quickly emerged as the front runner of the Republican field for president in 2024, right? Good. Mm-hmm. A handful of other Republicans have entered the 2024 race so far, though Trump's biggest potential rival, Florida Ron DeSantis, is still weighing a possible run. And it just talks about, um, you know, how he's ramping up against um, DeSantis. Mm-hmm. But the former president is running to retake the White House at the same time that he's been indicted in New York and faces additional legal peril in Washington and Georgia. Mm-hmm. Trump pleaded not guilty last month to 34 felony count, criminal counts of falsifying business records in Manhattan in a case stemming from hush money payments made during the 2016 campaign to women claiming extramarital affairs with Trump, which he has denied. The pre- former president is all, also under scrutiny by a special counsel, Jack Smith, who's leading a... Okay, I'm going to stop right there. What mm-hmm. does that have to do with the town hall meeting? Right. You, see, you see how they... they they editorialized the whole just pure news, mm-hmm. which is why Trump accurately says they're fake news. Yep. They're biased. They're just the Clinton News Network. They're just Democrat <laughs> hacks. Mm-hmm. And yet he's going to go on CNN. So, Jesse, <laughs> mm-hmm. what on earth is Trump doing here? What's the 40 chess? <laughs> I think it's awesome. <laughs> I think it's awesome. He's walking into the lion's den. You know, any other candidate that goes in to do a CNN town hall, it's because CNN wants to prop them up. Not Trump. You know, they want to try to destroy him, and I think he understands that. He's going in there to prove he's strong, prove he's mature, prove he is ready to be the leader of this country. And if he can't take on CNN, he's not ready, and he is 100% ready to do it. So, uh, you know, I think CNN, obviously, what they want to do is destroy him. They're going to be having some people with some questions that are going to be tough. But you know what? Trump loves tough questions. Trump can handle it. Uh, So... I think it's I think it's awesome. And, you know, it goes to show CNN doesn't believe this crap that he should go to prison or anything. Uh, if they really believe that stuff, they would not give him this kind of platform. Uh, so yeah, obviously if he incited a capital insurrection. Exactly. Why would they give him a pl- Yeah, actually, that should be the story. Right. CNN invites person on who incited capital insurrection. <laughs> that's what they claim. You know, that's what they <laughs> give claim. him a town hall of his fans. So, so but, Jesse, wasn't part of the reason that he's 
plan to skip out on the debates. I know it's not the main reason. The main reason is the loyalty pledge. But the other big reason is because uh, the RNC wants to do debates with uh, MSNBC and mm-hmm. CNN. And well, Trump they shouldn't be doing. De- of course, they shouldn't be doing debates with CNN and MSNBC. So you know, Trump on his okay. own. Well, Trump on his own. Of course, he can walk into the lion's den and fight them. You know, but he's not going to go to a CNN debate that's going to sit there and prop up your boy. You know, no way. <laughs> he's willing to go in to do his own why, town hall. Why can't they prop up my my boy? Apparently, um, at this town hall. Uh, well, I'm sure that they're going to questions. try to, you know, I'm sure that they're going to try to. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jake's trying to, for those at William, home, you beat me well, I want to get an action shot. You guys ruined it there. <laughs> <What is> it? <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Well, I was trying to get like a There's shot of you guys my... going back and forth. Okay. And then what you do, you wink at me. I was like, well, that's good. <laughs> Dover Dan says now that, um, how do you even say that guy's last name? Don Lamont? Is that Don Lamont? I don't know how Don Lamont, I think. Is <laughs> yeah. Or is that just a Tucker thing? I, I thought that was know. a joke. I think it probably is a joke. John Don Lemon. Anyways, he said maybe that he's gone. They want to help them get some viewership again. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dover Dan said also it's a way to reach the other side. He agrees with Jesse. Yeah, no, I think so too. It's, it's perfect for Trump because nobody would ever expect that Trump would do this. Nobody would ever expect that CNN would do this. And CNN, they're under new ownership. I think that it looks like they're trying to make it better than what it was. You know, that's not hard. That's you know? not hard at all. Exactly. Yeah. So, but you know, the fact that they're willing to do this, I think it's awesome. I think that you know, Trump is going to be, his voice is going to go to people that don't normally hear him because he's been so censored, because he's not allowed on social media, because he uh, has been totally misrepresented, and he's never had a voice for you know on CNN. So, for him to be given this opportunity, I don't blame him at all. For you know, it shows that he's tough. He's willing to fight and. Uh, He's willing to reach a new audience, and uh, I think people are going to be surprised how uh, presidential and mature he really is. I think it's gonna it's gonna go perfectly. Well, I think, uh, and then meanwhile, DeSantis, who's not even a candidate yet, won't go on any tough interviews. So, right. I guess by comparison, and well, for what's worth, neither will Biden. Didn't CNN just do a town hall with Biden? Maybe a couple of months ago. Yeah. Hmm. That, that sounds kind I, of familiar. I'd love to com- you know, it'd be good to compare the two, because I got to mm. imagine that was just a big puff piece for Biden. Of course yeah. it is, right? He couldn't handle the heat. I, even so, I remember getting some funny clips from that, like where Biden messes up. I don't remember what it was. Well, but Well, I remember he did one with Don Lemon a, a while back, a long time ago when he was you know, pushing no, the vaccine recent, mandates. Though. But yeah, there, yeah, I think there might have been a more recent one, too. Like but, I mean, Biden Cooper, can maybe. mess mm-hmm. up anything, even Easter egg hunts at the White House. So it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's not saying anything right there. Yeah. yeah. That's So that's the 40 chest then, is to go to the belly beast, uh get new audiences, make and, and appear and, and also just, you know, prove that he's a reasonable guy. You know, he's been so demonized by the left and to just humanize himself with the left, I think will make a huge difference. Uh, and yeah, I think it's a great move. I'm, I'm so excited to be able to watch that. I think the Trump is going to nail it. Yeah. Well. Tucker and K wall disagree. They think it's a trap. Well, how's it so like they, a trap by CNN? I imagine yeah, they mean, yeah. and th- that's what's well, a trap, and and you don't think Trump, Tucker, and who's the other one? K Wall for life. K Wall, you don't think Trump can get out of it? Yeah, and also Trump sees the trap. <laughs> Trump yeah. knows it's a trap too, so he wouldn't do some. You know, just when he was going to New York for this whole arraignment, I I was sitting there thinking, well, he wouldn't go there if it wasn't going to work out for him. So, uh, you know, Trump's a pretty smart guy, 4D chess. So. Uh, I, I got faith that he's got a plan on this thing. Let's uh, go to uh, the truth on uh, Trump talking about DeSantis. Mm-hmm. 
Do you have that pulled up there, uh, William? I'm going a little out of order here. Do you not have this? I, I actually forgot to look at this. So you're going to get my first. Because you're our resident um, Trump reader, Trump uh, mm-hmm. Trump personator. Yeah, you had it pulled up well, there, Well, you probably got to pull it up on your phone there. Do you do you want me to pull it up or do you no, want No, I want you to pull it up. Oh, so Jesse, I want William to read it. Okay, because you told William Jesse to Jesse pulled pull it up here too. Okay. All right, so what did Trump have to say? <clears throat> The sanctimonious had nothing to do with Israel or the moving of the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem. Never so much as mentioned it to me. It was the last thing on his mind. The the sanctimonious wasn't even governor yet. It was December 6, 2017, and I barely knew him. Not at all, folks. He has turned out to be some total flame out, a real loser, if you ask. That's what a lot of people are telling me. I don't say that. A lot of people tell me. This is the kind of disinformation I thought only the Democrats, the lying Democrats, would put out. No wonder to say... He keeps saying De Sanctus. Yeah, he's changing it. It starts with De Sanctimonious. Yeah. So De Sanctus is Sanctus. De Sanctus is a shorthand for mm-hmm. it, I'm guessing. Okay. <laughs> um, where was I? No wonder. No wonder De Sanctus is dropping like a rock in the polls. So true. It's terrible. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right. That's the best part about your impression is you add the words just like he would in a teleprompter. <laughs> so true. That's so, so true. true. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know, I, I watched the entire uh, speech by Ron DeSantis in Jerusalem, you know, it was a total hawkish speech, you know, where he's sitting there basically trying to scare our country into going to war with Iran in the future. And, uh, you know, he wouldn't even utter Trump's name. Trump, hey, by the way, Ron, you know, Trump was the one who moved the embassy to Jerusalem. Well, wait, hold you know? on a second. You're criticizing and, DeSantis for making this Jerusalem speech, but then also we got to give Trump credit for being the big Israel guy. Well, no, I'm saying it was a great thing <laughs> that they should uh, have the embassy there. Obviously, Israel should have the embassy wherever they want. This is the same uh, thing but, that the neocons but are But DeSantis pushing, is there to be propped up. He was there to give, you know, a speech just to, you know, be propped up entirely. Uh it shows that the uh, establishment is totally in the DeSantis camp. And DeSantis was talking in that speech. You know, that's the thing. DeSantis wants to have it both ways. He wants to pretend he's Jesse not running Smith for president. Wants to have it both ways no, he too. wants to pretend to run for president uh, while saying, oh, I'm not running yet. You know, it's like, dude, you're totally running. We see exactly what you're doing. Uh, you know, and he even talked in the speech like he was running for president saying the embassy will never be moved in the United States. Well, the only person that gets to say that is the president. So obviously... DeSantis, you know, he wants to just play around with the idea, you know, but luckily he, like Trump says, he is dropping like a rock in the polls. People are starting to see him for what he is. And it's unfortunate that we have to take out Ron. You know, Ron Tonimo Bay is doing this to himself. Uh, we, we didn't choose to destroy him. He's choosing to destroy himself. It's unfortunate. It's the way things go when you mess really with Trump. really bouncing back and forth in this, this monologue here. Well, that's fair. I mean, he's got his mind made up at this point. <laughs> it's good entertainment. Uh, walls fails to protect their precinct. Let's pull this story up here. This mm. is why uh, you reported on this yesterday. Um, so there's some emails from a FOIA request by the Star Tribune. Yeah, rare. Every once the Star Tribune chips himself over, you know, some real journalism here. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so, yeah, props to them for this one this one occasion. But, yeah, um, as it turns out, the National Guard was ready to be deployed 
uh, nearly a full day before they were actually deployed. I think and they said 12 hours, right? 12 hours before riders burned the Minneapolis police precinct to the ground. Right, right. Well, um, the Star Tribune reported it as 12 hours before the first Molotov cocktail was thrown. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair um, the, the, And they didn't arrive until 4 a.m. the next day. Right. Uh, but supposedly they were ready um, at 8.30 on May 28th. And for those of you who don't remember... Um, the third precinct bur- started to burn down uh, the night of the 28th. These are mm-hmm. emails with uh, generals at the Pentagon. Um, goes up to Milley, too. So the, uh, um, I was going to say Secretary of Defense and the Secretary of Defense, but the Joint, joint Chief of Staff. Chief, yeah. According to emails from the Pentagon, the National Guard was, re- ready to de- de- ugh, was ready to be deployed by 8.30 on May 28th. I think we should put 8.30 a.m. on there. May 28th, oh, police were ordered to surrender Minneapolis's third precinct by 10 p.m. that day, allowing it to burn down through the following morning. Only then did Walls call for the guards' help. By the time the guardsmen arrived at 4 a.m., just cooks, by the way, just a bunch of cooks, <laughs> 19-year-old cooks, most of the rioters went home and the third precinct had been burning for hours. You know, I just got done reading, or uh, actually listened to the audiobook, Liz Collins' audiobook. Did she would, voice it herself or is it someone else? Yeah, yeah, it was very well oh, done. Cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. so um, first of all, um me actually reading books these days is very rare because you know it's like with little kids it's nighttime and then i'm just gonna fall asleep mm-hmm. so when i got like some good windshield time i love the audiobook route and i especially like the audiobook route when there is a it's not just one person reading the whole time um i remember david goggins book can't hurt me was the first time i heard it, it was almost an audio podcast format Hmm. where they would read the chapter and it wasn't David Goggins reading it, but it was like this uh, other guy reading the sto- reading the book. Mm-hmm. And then they would talk together. David, David and him would talk after the chapter. And so it was like kind of free flow. So Liz, it's not free flow, but what she does is she has actually other voices read it. Her husband, Bob Kroll reads a part, a statement that he made or a letter that he made. Mm. Uh, she interviews former cop and they're all former cops because you know, the Minneapolis Police Department shrank from like 800 cops to like 500. So she's interviewing these former cops who just felt abandoned by the city and by walls. And uh, they're reading their, uh, you know, their statements. Mm-hmm. So it mixes up. So I, I really like the audio version. You can go to audible.com or wherever else. Highly recommend it. We're going to have Liz Collins in studio on Tuesday, by the way, next Tuesday. So a week from today, we're going to talk to her about the story because I think it's important. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to forget S- about say this. Say your name again. Liz Collin. Liz Collin. Yeah, what? You, you keep going back and forth between Collins and Colin. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Liz, I don't know what happened to your family. At some point, they were Collins, and then they dropped the S at the end. But it's Liz <laughs> Collin, right? It, it is, is Colin. Colin. Yeah. Oh, Colin, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's another family that's called the Collins. So I don't know what. Are you guys feuding? Is it like the McCoys? <laughs> and, you know? How do you know they didn't add an S, Jake? Well, mm-hmm. maybe. I guess they can choose whatever they want, including genders. <laughs> so Liz Collin, uh, she's going to come in and talk about the book. So it's fascinating anyhow yeah um talked a lot about the third precinct going down and how these cops on the ground felt about that this is a interesting dynamic here because it's like we just forget we forget we're told by the media you got to worry about january 6th and ray Epps is a sad guy that you know the media is uh or, or that tucker carlson has ruined his life you know that, that's that's the narrative that was, all we hear is january 6th we've forgotten that thugs burned down minneapolis they burned it down, and not all of them are from Minnesota. They shipped in people to, to Minnesota, but a lot of them were. The majority were. 
Um, cause that was another lie. Remember that lie that there are people from outside the state of Minnesota. Not mm-hmm. true. Right. So, um, anyhow, they burned down third precinct, which you just don't give away ground like that, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, that could have been staved off if the national guard had deployed here on the ground and walls had that ability blames Jacob Fry, which by the way, lots of blame that needs to go to Jacob Fry. No doubt about it. That little mm-hmm. twerp. Well, but, didn't, didn't he endorse Jacob Fry? Didn't oh, he endorse yeah, Jacob yes, Fry exactly. like, after this? You know, so like he blames him for the city burning and then says, oh, but let's reelect him. You know, what's going on? Well, Jesse, honestly, when you look at the main candidates, Jacob Fry was the most common sense one of them. That's mm-hmm. all crazy. Because look, you didn't want to happen just happen to Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. That's what's going on in these major cities. They're lost causes. Minneapolis, Chicago, yeah, all of them. They, well, it's New York City. They were supposedly getting like a, the best one in New York yeah, City. And then what right. has he turned out to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, there's a rant. <laughs> so the National Guard was ready. Now, I know that stuff. I, I got to disclose this here real quick, okay? So the head of the National Guard at the time, John Jensen, uh, at that time was a major general, two-star general, now a lieutenant general, second in command, basically, of the National Guard at the Pentagon. That was my boss in Iraq. I know John Jensen. I know him very well. Very No good. relation to Scott. No relation to Scott <laughs> Jensen, right? Uh, different, different. Because uh, Jensen is it Owen or oh, no? Is it Ian at the end? Scott is Ian. Scott mm-hmm. is Ian. Okay, so they're both that. Anyhow, uh, John Jensen um, was ready, had a reserve element already of like 50 MPs in military police in the cities. I think they were staged at Ardennes or their weapons were. But I know also, just because, you know, I've been on the, the Minnesota National Guard for over 10 years, but I know a lot of the the senior officers, you know, now, because mm-hmm. they would have been my peers. Uh, I know, I know they were ready to go, right? I know yeah. things. Okay. So they, it, it comes down to the governor has got to make that call and he didn't make that call. And then lo and behold, third precinct falls and chaos ensues. Now, mm-hmm. how can you ever calculate the damage that was done nationwide, maybe globally because third precinct fell mm-hmm. that's square on Tim Walls's. Yeah. face mm-hmm. and by the way a lot of what we're saying isn't something that wasn't already brought up in the campaign cycle in 2018 and that idiot still won re-election which is mm-hmm. unbelievable it's yeah crazy. it was it was the domino effect you know it was because of the third precinct uh falling and burning and uh the rest of the destruction of minneapolis that allowed it to happen nationwide so you know tim wells is responsible for the destruction nationwide because if we had stopped it here it likely wouldn't have spread like it did yes and Meanwhile, I don't remember if it was that day, but he also insults the guard. Well, what do you think they are? Just a bunch of 19-year-old cooks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I know these guys, and they actually are very prepared. But why would you know that, Tim Walls? You actually abandoned these guys to run for Congress in 2006. That's right. So anyhow, I think we'll do this. We'll have we'll talk more about the story because I get a little fired up about it and stuff. In 2000, uh, 2020, right? So May May 27th. 28th of 2020 we'll bring this up with Liz Collin that'll be next Tuesday here one o'clock um 
KOL for Life says right. Star and Sickle actually reported something negative about our Minnesota dictator <laughs> and or his party of thieves about the 20, um, 2020 Minneapolis riots. Mm -hmm. So Star and Sickle, the Star Tribune. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. actually pretty Well, good. it was once called like the Minnesota Star. They had a couple uh, different versions. and so yeah, They, they had the Star, Star which was in the morning, then the Tribune, which is in the evening, yeah. I believe, mm -hmm. and they just combined them. But yeah, that's the thing. You know, they don't have to cover for Tim Walls for another election. So, you know, at least they will say the truth now. But, you know, even when they do, it's, it's still going to be too little too late. I suppose you could say the truth hurts. Truth hurts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was that was well done there. Uh, Thank you. William, I like that. Uh, but what about his run for presidency? I, It does look like he's gearing up for it, doesn't he? He did that weird little library thing, mm -hmm. and he did a press conference about it. It would be well, crazy if he primaried Biden. That would be huge. Well, I think this is in you the. Know? I think this is in the situation. Everyone's quietly preparing for Biden to like step down. No, mm -hmm. no, no, no. There's no way they let that happen, though. Uh, Walls there, might there be is, gearing up for twenty. What would it be? Twenty twenty-eight. Because this is my prediction. I said this. Was it last episode? I said that what they're going to do is. They're going to have Biden just get the corner of the market. You know, RFK is a legit threat. You know, like you were telling me before, New mm -hmm. Hampshire is going to go to RFK probably. Or Yeah, it looks like something like that might happen. Because, well, explain yeah, that. Sure. So from what I understand, so obviously Joe Biden uh, wanted to rearrange everything and make South Carolina the first primary for the Democratic uh, primary. Uh, North Car or excuse me, New Hampshire, they say, no way. We are the first in the nation. We have it in our state laws. They have a Republican governor. They have a Republican legislature. Do you think that this Republican legislature and governor are going to do anything to help Joe Biden? No way. So uh, what's happening now is the Biden campaign is going to face difficulties to get onto this New Hampshire primary ballot. And uh, some uh, experts so are saying that he might have to do a write-in campaign. Why uh, is that the case? Like, why is he going to have trouble getting on the pr ballot there? I'd have to do a little bit more research into it, but these are just some of the things that I've been hearing. So, okay. uh, I, you know, because, you know, he is trying to make it South Carolina as the first primary, and he's rejecting the date that New Hampshire is setting. So if he rejects that date and he doesn't file himself to be a candidate on the ballot in New Hampshire, some people are saying you might have to do a write-in campaign. And uh, that's so dumb. I think do. it would be perfect. What a, what a way to start the Democratic primary to have Biden lose the first one. He is not popular in New Hampshire. In uh, 2020, in that Democratic primary, he got fifth place. You know, the first primary, he gets fifth place. He couldn't even get 10% of the vote. New Hampshire voters are not happy with Joe Biden, and uh, especially because he's trying to uh, steal away their first-in-the-nation primary. They take that seriously, and they see Biden as an insult, so... Uh, that I think RFK Jr. and Marianne Williamson, they need to focus big time in New Hampshire because uh, if they can flip that from Biden, uh, we're going to see some massive changes, uh, massive changes in the primary. Well, still what I think is going to happen, New Hampshire side, because it's really not that many votes, uh, or what do you call it? Delegates. Delegates, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, is that what you say in the primary? I guess because, yeah, in the end it's delegates. Mm -hmm. So wh what's going to happen is Biden's going to corner the market. Okay, the DNC is already running his re relaunch campaign ad, right? Yep. We we exposed that last week. When you look at who paid for the ad, it's the Democrat National Committee. So they're going to corner the market with Biden. He's the incumbent. It's really rare that incumbent loses. I I don't know what do you have to go back like a hundred years or something like that. It's crazy for an incumbent to lose the primary. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. to like have a legitimate power struggle. Mm -hmm. What is it? I can't even think here. Gerald Ford, I guess. 
Yeah. yeah. In either party? Did uh, Gerald Ford even try? I don't remember. I think there was some challenge to Jimmy Carter as well. From uh, Ted Kennedy. But mm-hmm. I don't know if that, how serious that was. Right. You look and at Linda B. Johnson, though, is probably like the biggest. Because that's what des- made him decide shot. not to run. Uh, actually, it was a Kennedy. Someone said uh, K. Walker Life says Ted Kennedy. Yeah. Maybe, so, so probably Ted right. Kennedy and Carter, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Carter was so reputed. And actually, great parallel, right? Most unpopular Democrat president modern day other than Biden. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So, in other words, it doesn't really happen, right? And the parties yeah. have only got more of a lock on on this stuff now, right? All the moves these guys are making, we can go into laws that are about to be passed in Minnesota, just showing that the parties want more and more control. And that's why they use Action for Liberty as a target because they want groups like us with no control whatsoever. They want a complete monopoly on the market. So I think they corner the market for Biden and then Biden has a health scare or something and he can't run and they got to merge out of the convention with a candidate who's got name ID. That's why walls can't possibly be considered in 2024 mm-hmm. because no one knows. But they who could push Tim him walls as a VP or something, you know. I'm sure I, I think maybe. They, they're not above doing that, you know. I think but they don't need Minnesota. They're going to win Minnesota anyhow. No way. We are turning Minnesota <laughs> red 2024. I'm not accepting it. You know, we've accepted it for it. the last two times. Oh yeah, you know, it's a blue state. No way. We're going Trump. 2024 uh, we haven't or, accepted the last two times we've accepted it since 1960 <laughs> yeah no i know but you know 1964 i guess 1960 but uh, what walls does bring to the ticket is someone from the midwest with governing experience so you can keep that blue wall with michigan and pennsylvania and if you consider pennsylvania the, the midwest um and does wisconsin anyone? i don't the think anyone. The midwest. Yeah, or the sorry midwest. maybe not the midwest but the blue wall okay got which it. includes okay. minnesota the, the rust belt yeah, the Rust Belt, that's what it was. The Midwest. <laughs> it's neither mid nor west. Well, no, he is a he is a Midwest governor, so. Yeah. No, Napkinator79 says he doesn't think, um, I think he's referring to Biden, is actually running just cover for his next one and a half years. Well, that's what I'm saying is mm-hmm. they're going to make Biden run, but then they go to the DNC convention, and they got to have someone with name ID. Walls is not the guy with name ID. Yeah. And they got to have a likable person that they can – basically run a campaign in months of august september october in the week of november mm-hmm. but what's and that's michelle obama that's, that's why i see I this going too. what's and, also a possible outcome is that everybody sees this play because if us if we're looking at this play and we're like yeah this is definitely going to happen i'm sure people like walls and gavin newsom and sure michelle obama are also seeing this battle at the convention so they're well of course and, michelle obama sees it she's been let in on this how <laughs> dare you we we see I don't things think they this don't is a see. Real Come thing. on. Come on. Don't <laughs> act like they they know more than us. <laughs> well, I'm just saying Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> the insiders <laughs> do. The thing is, you know, Biden really does want to run again. Like there's no doubt that yeah. Biden himself, yeah, if it was up to him, well, who knows him alone, wants. Biden wants to. Whatever the Easter bunny wants. Either way, I just think like the DNC they're like watching this and like, "Oh shit, guys. They know. They <laughs> yeah, know. They I can't believe they know already." Uh-huh. Tucker says Biden Fetterman 2024. Yeah, I that, that could happen. happen. <laughs> yeah. Could. yeah, I saw I That's saw a that. depressing That's uh, ticket. Yeah, Biden Fetterman, it's a no-brainer, you know. Ah. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> uh yeah, I think that's what happens. They I mean, the other thing is they could still run Biden because That'd if be Trump's crazy. a nominee, he's beaten Trump once, there's a chance he can win again, you know. But they might want a global pandemic to help them out. With that one. <laughs> they got it ready. I'm sure they have it ready in the back behind the curtain. 
Yeah. I think Mark Bashowski said, oh, Bill Gates said there's another one coming or something like that. So Everyone keeps saying that there's yeah, another one. That. Like, all these elites keep talking about, we need to be ready for the next pandemic. Like, yeah. you guys are talking like you have one ready. I know. I've mm-hmm. already been eating bugs to prepare for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. At least you can you. hunt. I know I can turkey. hunt, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I gave Dawson some wild turkey meat today. He was so happy. You yeah. got to learn how to hunt the bugs, though. That's the real skill. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Why would I hunt little bugs when I can hunt yeah. big birds? That's what uh, an exterminator is. <laughs> What's that? I said that's what an exterminator is. That's true. It's going to be go. the real skill in the apocalyptic, apocalyptic America. Mm-hmm. Dawson, what do you got to get off your chest? We haven't heard from you all episode. What do I have to say? Um, is your you think Biden's going to run? Yeah, my mic's working. Oh, okay. Do I Dawson think that, watching like TikToks on his phone there, or what? What no, is that? No, I was I was browsing Twitter, and it looks like there's um another uh, Writers Guild strike. I saw that, which is yeah. a big deal because that means that TV is about to suck for a little bit. Um, well, TV sucks right now with Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon and the rest of them. So you know what? I'm happy. Yeah. You know, it's like all right, these writers don't want to write for them. We're not gonna see them. They should. Uh, so. They should uh, hit us up. We'll we'll happily write their write their write their jokes. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Just the other day, I was I was looking at Twitter again, and there was um I can't remember who the late night show is. It Conan, is that his name? The, no, yeah. he, he's not on anymore. Conan O'Brien, Seth Meyers. The, you know, it, there, there's it, a few no, of them. No, it was from the previous strike, which was like 15 years ago or so. Oh, probably Conan then. Yeah. Um, and there was one episode where Conan like ran out of the material by the time the strike hit and so he just spent the rest of the episode like seeing how long he could spin his wedding ring on his table you're <laughs> kidding he was standing in uh, in solidarity whatever that means, of uh, of the writers um, oh so huh. it's kind of that's kinda still badass. i'd like to watch that that sounds goofy we have yeah. a couple of comments on facebook sure go ahead um, oh people watching on facebook yeah oh, we got a few um bill however you say his last name again michelle obama i'm not sure whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. stop Stop. You don't know Bill's last name? Well, try it. Try it out. Just so I know which Bill we're talking Dengzen? to. Dengzen? Say it. Say it again in the mic. Why oh, are you, you making me mic? say this? Dengsman. <laughs> okay, Bill Dengsman. All right. I just want to know who I'm talking to. Let's go, Bill. What do you have to say? <laughs> okay. Um, he says, Michelle Obama, I'm not sure that America is ready for a transgender president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. There it is. <laughs> I oh, knew that was going to be the comment, too. Yeah, <laughs> something similar to that. Yeah, big Mike. Um, but Mark Anderson says, Klobuchar took in millions from her earlier presidential quest. She banked it all for her next Senate re-election. Mm. I don't think she needs... See, I could also see her running for president. I don't think she needed the money for her Senate campaign. No, I don't think that's why not. she ran. Like, she's hugely popular here for whatever reason. You don't mm-hmm. know why? Like, her dad was a big columnist for the Star Tribune writer. <sighs> But, like, she's just unappealing. I I got a feeling this next election is going to be her worst performance yet. Oh, yeah, it is. You know, people are starting to realize that she's a pretend. Well, I won't even say that yet. I'm not going to give it to her. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, she's a pretend moderate. You know, she votes along with the Democrats on everything. But She's a Judy Seberger type. She is. Yeah, Yeah, she's the Judy Seberger of the U.S. Senate. Oh, geez, Chuck Schumer, I wish we had more moderation in our party. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah, I don't see. Once again, you got to think about this. Uh, do you really think the Democrats are going to remove Biden early on? Like, there's no way. 
Well, there's so he's some already Democrats knows. that, you know, AOC hasn't endorsed him. There's some progressives out there that are saying, oh, well, I don't know Well, damn. Yet. Well, let's you know? call up the campaign. He doesn't have the infamous <laughs> AOC endorsement. <laughs> that's a big deal in the Democratic. done deal. That's a big deal in the Democratic primary. No, now. it's not. Are the you endorsements think, you are think AOC way, oh, doesn't have sway with Democrats? Overrated. Come on. Yes, but they're way overrated. If, if AOC went against Biden. Well, you're screwed you know. then. Thomas Massey endorsed uh, DeSantis, so you're screwed then. <laughs> well, no, I, I'm not saying anything on that. I'm just saying as far as the Biden thing is concerned, uh, you know, AOC not endorsing Biden is a pretty big development for the Democratic Party, you know? Yeah, you're making way too much on this one. <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think? Is Jesse making too much on that? But our very own Ilhan Omar, she's lining up. <laughs> she's lined and, up. Uh, you know, uh, but you got to think about this. You're not going to take biden out and allow a actual real uh democratic primary yeah, they're no very way. anti-democratic when you think about the democrats they're not really democratic they don't want a democratic primary mm-hmm. if if they would remove biden they've already got some energy behind somebody which actually leads credence to like the grayson or gavin newsom mm-hmm. grayson newsom gavin newsom <laughs> theory mm-hmm. but in my opinion what they're going to do is corner the market and then because basically the actual way that you nominate a presidential nominee is at the convention. Mm-hmm. Republicans are doing it late July in Milwaukee. Democrats are going to do it in I don't remember what state it's in. What state is it? Chicago. Chicago. Uh, yeah. Illinois. <laughs> state. State. Chicago yes. I, well, we yeah. know you know that Chicago is not a state. I didn't want to sound about stupid. So. No, <laughs> William, everyone knows you know that. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but, you know, and also Dean Phillips, you know, another congressman at Minnesota here is saying that he's not willing to immediately endorse Biden and that, you know, he's concerned about the age and things. So, you know, maybe Dean Phillips is in Tim Walz's ears like, hey, get ready, you know. Yeah. But uh, once again, guys, Klobuchar couldn't get any momentum. How's Walls going to get momentum? Walls is more radical than Klobuchar. You know, he, he could appeal to some of these Democrats by saying, I protected transgender children and, you know, Democrats. There's crazy. a reason they're doing all these puff pieces on them. Mm-hmm. Like these strange Yes, yes, but they're pieces. getting, I mean, they might be getting ready for a position in the administration. They might yeah, be getting, cabinet true. Spot. Yeah, they might be getting ready for, uh, well, I mean, maybe a Senate run too, I guess. But It's uh, true. Klobuchar could get a, maybe she finally gets attorney general in this new administration right. and Wall steps up to run for Senate. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then... God save us who runs for governor in this state. Mm-hmm. God, if Keith Ellison did. I think he wants it. Man, why wouldn't he? And then Neil Shaw again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone. Neil's probably doing much more interesting things these days. I yeah. don't know why Neil doesn't just leave the state, you know? <laughs> yeah. God, well, his family him. and his business. I know. Yeah. He's a good but, yeah. guy. I like him. Mm-hmm. Um, that they have. So they pick at the convention and so at the convention it's got to be somebody that's got name id and walls doesn't meet that neither does klobuchar she doesn't really have name id yeah you got to have infrastructure like michelle obama day one walks into the infrastructure buying it it's the obama biden infrastructure right yeah so it's to the point where jen saki was was it jen saki or was it the new one kristen pian pure green green yeah something i don't know every time i say that i can hear tucker saying the name which is so funny yeah that's it. Which oh, one uh, called Matt it Walsh President says Obama? It. Huh? Well, one of them said President Obama. Oh, that's Green Jump that. here. Okay. Yeah. You said that. There you go. Then she got a laugh out of the room, but they all know the truth. Yeah, they all know the <laughs> truth. What were you going to say? Nothing. I was just Matt trying Walsh. to. Yeah, you were just saying something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Walsh. By the way, did, it did you know that people call uh, call William the, the blonde Matt Walsh? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see. All right. What did Matt Walsh have to say? 
Oh no, he just always pronounces it funny. He'd say, I think it's he says Karen Jean Pear or something. Oh, her name. Yeah. Mm. Like on purpose. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be on to, purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to mess with. He he always mispronounces these weird people's names. Mm. Yeah, Tucker does that too with Kamala Harris and Kamala you know Harris. Don Lamont. So yeah. Or uh, I remember AOC got really pissed off because. Uh, Tucker Carlson would call her Cortez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And she made this whole like Instagram video about it. How uh-huh. that's not my name. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Actually, um, I don't know what her name is. I thought it was. <laughs> Alexand- or Ocasio-Cortez is her full last name. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And he well, so just he- said Cortez. Oh, guys. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. Walford Life just gave us 10 bucks and said cheers. Thank That's you. It? No, no strings attached to that. No, K-Wall? I don't know if he's right. leaving or. He's right. going to message you after the show about what he really wants. Uh, if you <laughs> want to hear a Rumble rant, ten dollars—that's what it costs. And mm-hmm. then you, please give me the topic. Otherwise, I'm going to go on go off on Ray Epps again. Yeah. <laughs> we have a question on YouTube from um, Tim. I'm just going to say Timba because it's TMBA. But they said, um, "What's become of the popular vote agenda in Minnesota?" Oh, great question! It actually passed. Mm-hmm. Did it pass both? No. Uh, House and Senate, where's that at? No, so uh, that passed the Senate. It's going to go back through the House. So, yeah, the popular vote thing, that is a very bad thing, and it won't go into effect until there are 270 electoral college votes that have all agreed to that. So uh, it's something that we have to be careful for in the future. But all of these Democrat-run states, they want to make sure that our votes are subject to the cheating, fraud, and scams in all other states. You know, what should happen is, you know, whoever wins your state, that's where the electoral college vote should go. But... Uh, the Democrats want to change it entirely. Yeah, it's a very good question. National popular vote had some momentum, and of course the Democrats actually want to see it through because why? Well, I wonder why the Democrats are for this bill. Maybe mm-hmm. because it helps the Democrats. Almost ensures the Republican never wins again mm-hmm. because the major metro areas are where they'll turn out the votes, and those are not Republican areas, which begs the question, why did Republican Pat Garofalo sign on to that bill? That's mm-hmm. the big question, right? Yeah, nobody knows. Yes. Mm-hmm. What Was else? it a single bill? Well, it was, but, you know, this is how things happen oh, is they throw them into these monstrous omnibus bills. Yeah. yeah. All unconstitutional, by the way. They mm-hmm. don't care. Single subject rule, forget about it. Yeah. Just go ahead and pass these things. It is so annoying to see what the Democrats are doing in the state. But in many ways, you know, if you live outside of Minnesota or you're going to leave Minnesota, you still want to pay attention to what we're talking about here because this is going to go everywhere else. You yeah. can't just move to Wisconsin and go, oh, well, thank God there's not Democrat control over here. <laughs> it's like you never know. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless Tony you're in like Evers, a place like Kansas where you have a Republican legislature and a Democrat mm-hmm. governor and the Republicans have a supermajority and could just uh, override the vetoes. Yeah. Um, until you have that, like, yeah, you got a big problem. Mm-hmm. And then you also got to worry about Republicans. Don't just think because there's Republicans in charge that you're in good shape. Yeah. They're just almost as problematic as the Democrats. Mm-hmm. You think they're like the good heroes here? Think they're the angels? No, not at all. Mm-hmm. They'll turn on you in a heartbeat. Trump should know that at this point. Right. Yeah. He talked up every Republican other than Mitt Romney, but he even sat down with Mitt Romney. Had that he endorsed Mitt Romney in 2018. He endorsed Mitt Romney mm-hmm. in 20, what was that, 2018? Yeah, for Senate. Yeah, mm-hmm. 2018. There yeah. you go. Um, back to the Michelle Obama, Curtis Charles on Facebook says, if Michelle Obama ends up running, there's no chance Republicans can win. She is far more likable than Biden and will put the vast majority of undecided voters. Or will poll, sorry. Yeah. Well, majority. I don't agree with that statement. Don't we either. don't know, but you have to. That's why I'm making this prediction, and the, the smart people at politics know this too. She comes in with instant name ID, instant likability. But with that being said, and and you can't detract from she was an active first lady and an active campaigner 
So it's not like she doesn't have any campaign experience. It's just a little different when you're the candidate. So we don't know how she handles that pressure. Mm-hmm. It'll change the dynamics of how Trump has to debate. Mm-hmm. They'll have to navigate that one very differently. I bet the uh, transgender thing will become mainstream if Trump's the nominee <laughs> and she's the nominee. <laughs> he will bring that up. You think Gosh. so? I how think he he'll make it? jokes about it. How would he say it? She's looking a little masculine. Maybe just a, li- a lot of people are saying she's a little masculine. All I want to say is, show us the pregnancy photos. Just show- Why can't you show us the pregnancy That's photos? That's the new uh, birth certificate. Standard. Yeah, right. <laughs> pregnancy photos. Show us, a- show us one photo of you pregnant. <laughs> and then they'll wait till the last week and then they'll dispel it. No, I mean, it'd be a bad angle of attack. Yeah. Yeah. I think she. we just don't know what she would be like as a candidate. I'm just saying as, and then, of course, she's going to be trained to the tea like yeah. they will train her so well that's a scary force and then they got their first woman president yeah and first black woman president too right mm-hmm. that's what matters yeah the right not your accomplishments but the color of your skin and your well your not the content of your well, character, i guess why why am i saying the gender skin. matters here because gender is fluid right so that's kind of a dumb one yeah will they even cheer that she's the first woman president the first birthing person yeah. first birth yeah. Yeah, she, <laughs> she's the first birthing person. <laughs> or is she? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else um, we got here before we sign off there, well, Bridget? Well, Tugger says we got to ramp up the ballot harvesting. I would say ballot chasing, so ballot harvesting is illegal. But anyways, he says we need volunteers going door-to-door um, in the Twin Cities to ballot harvest. But, I mean, I kind of agree. I'm, a, I'm with Tucker on that. I think mm-hmm. that it doesn't really matter so much the quality of the candidate more than it does actually getting ballots in the boxes. True. Yeah, I mean, that that's definitely a thing. Now, Tucker, let me ask you this. Will you sign up? Will you do it? Yeah, there we go. There you go. We'll find out. And be honest. Because, honestly, that, that's one of the problems. The Democrats, will you fund the operations? Democrats pay a bunch of, uh, like, you know, uh, what do you call them? Like $15 an hour workers to go basically canvas neighborhoods and get those ballots. Yeah. So yeah. will you either do it yourself as a volunteer or will you help pay for that operation? Cause that's the big thing. Mm-hmm. If we and don't do that. we're at a disadvantage too anyways though. I mean, cause yes. the majority of liberals live in the cities. It's like, how are we supposed to compete with that and their money? That's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They got a tactical advantage. Not that you can't overcome this advantage. Think of all the advantages the Democrats have in Minnesota, like literally 20 to one, they out fundraise the Republicans and yet the Republicans still almost win. Right. So just think mm-hmm. about that. That's why I'm like, it's not that blue of a state, but that's a great point, uh, Bridget, because the tactical advantage of having the mass population centers being the Democrats base of people, it just operationally, it's easier to go get those ballots than it is the rural areas yeah. because yeah. it's just geographically further distance and more gas right. mileage, more time. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats, that's the other thing is if, if you're, uh, if you can only vote on the day of the election, you have basically eight hours, maybe 12 hours, depending on what time you're getting up and doing this operation to go get those votes. But since you can vote 46 days in advance, it changes the game. It just it just compounds the advantage the Democrats have. But with that being said, I don't want to sound like there's no hope. The Republicans still almost win in this state. As yeah. incompetent as they are and as much as they as little as they fundraise, they still almost win these elections. So that's some hope there is if the Republicans can get their act together, they can actually win this thing. Mm-hmm. And if they can go get those ballots any bit more than they already do, they can win this next election. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do think it's possible. I think there's more of us than there are progressives. 
and if we actually got on the ground. Yeah. But that's the biggest thing too. It's like, why is the RNC not doing any sort of organizational grassroots work? I think they might be. I think they just might be Are keeping they? it quiet. Really? You, know, you think so? I think you don't tell the Democrats your strategy, and I think Ron McDaniel probably understands that. There's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that you don't let the public know just because if the public mm -hmm. knows, your enemy knows. So yeah. I think that there are some things the Republicans are up to that it's it's saying the quiet part out loud. Well, I think a lot of state parties are taking this on. I know we're doing this in Minnesota now. Oh, we're preparing to ballot harvest anyway. Oh, I did see an email about that, actually. Mm -hmm. Well, hold on one second. But Time out. Because the party said they're doing it? Well, I mean, yeah, they're, they're not just going to David Hand's going to do it himself. He's going to go door to door in, no, in uh, Minneapolis. They, they, they can say whatever they want yeah. in email. Let's see them actually do it, right? I, no, I don't believe enough. that for a second. Yeah, yeah I don't know if the RNC is going to put effort into Minnesota, but uh, you'd hope so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got to win these local races first. Yeah. What else, guys? Um, Kay Walfer Life says he'll do it in his area of Ramsey County and chip in some money. There you he go. said always do. He said he always does. So that's yeah. Right on. Good job, um, Kaywall. Did uh, Tucker get back? Yeah, he said, where did, well, I don't think he answered the question of whether he I love Tucker, it. and I, I appreciate you being a fan. I'm just calling you out right now, and, <laughs> and there's no wrong comments, answer, by the way. Just be honest, because this is the problem. Would I actually go door knock? I don't know how much I want to door knock these days, right? I think I would to save Minnesota, but yeah. it's a valid question. Would we do it? Democrats do this. At the very least, you donate money, right? Mm -hmm. That's what I, I you know, because really your hours are precious, right? How much time do you have to door knock? A lot of us don't really like door knocking either, right? So pay, pay for these people to do it. You got to, but you can't do neither one. If you do neither one, how can you complain? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's just the way I look at it. Sorry. Mm -hmm. um, Brad, back to Obama again, says Michelle Obama would be formidable and the money would flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the I best part know. about that is that I hear Michelle Obama doesn't want to. And, you know, that that's the best thing about this. If, if Michelle Obama really doesn't, I think she doesn't like the spotlight. I think that she doesn't really want to be in the public eye. So as long as Michelle Obama feels that way, we, we should be okay. I mean, he's so smart on so many things, and yet, like... He says something a politician like that, like, said something, so we got to take the <laughs> no, it's like, That's not what I said at <laughs> all. Well, first of all, it's like <laughs> well, you she guys doesn't like the spotlight, but here's uh, my new book. Well, you know, okay. it's like yeah, maybe maybe, I, maybe that was too far, but I, I'm saying that <laughs> Michelle Obama doesn't want to run for president. That's a fact. I know, you know? but everyone loves. Well, how do you know it's a fact? Well, no, that's well, who, I mean, you guys got the burden of but proof, no, but proof who, to me who that she like is the reluctant to run, hero. You know? Why well, everyone generally on your side here? I don't think Michelle Obama is the one. Everyone loves the reluctant hero. It's the greatest story. Mm -hmm. The reluctant hero that is called upon. They didn't want yeah. to do it, but they have to do it for the future of this country. Biden, we're, we're screwed Democrats. Biden had to drop out for this health scare. He can't run again. What are we going to do? I don't want to do this, but you need it. You need someone to step up the plate. And I'm Michelle Obama, mm -hmm. formerly Michael, would like to run for <laughs> I know. President I can see United it happening. America. I can yeah. see it happening. I By hope the way, it does. I'm just but... joking. But YouTube, I, I really don't think Michelle Obama wants to run, but we'll we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, I, I actually have no read on that. Yeah. Perhaps I need to read her book. <laughs> Maybe. No, I won't do that. <laughs> Might be indoctrinated by her. Uh, Might be yes. so compelled. Well, at least I'm 21, a... so. Because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, William is probably like, you can't can't buy Michelle Obama's book unless you're eight or over 21. Yeah. You, you know what? That'd be unironically based. Ban her book from people under. Okay. We'll ban it for everybody. Let's, as long as we're let's, at it. That's the last thing I want to talk about here, because we brought it up a couple of times. Walls running on the library. And then the. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we talked about the ban. What did we? Oh, the um, 
correspondence dinner talking about banning books. Yeah, the Biden left, said it. Once again, isn't the left just referring to the books on like pornography, por- pornography for like kids? Isn't that all? This I think this is a losing is? issue. For and they're them, not banning honestly. them; they're just but taking they're, them out of schools. But they're mm-hmm. definitely running on this stuff. That's what's crazy yeah, to me. Is like yeah. this is their they're they're like what are they just so naive that they're actually going to talk about this stuff all the time? And you know what? The Republicans are probably going to fumble it, at least here in Minnesota and oh, just true. not talk about the issue. Yeah, we got to stick to talking about taxes. That's what everyone's <laughs> motivated by right yeah, now. Republicans always yeah, don't make... inspire people. Just vote yeah. for it. Just standard line. You yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. They can't get any rise out of people unless they go shirtless on a Zoom session. That'll get <laughs> four million views, by <laughs> the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to read really quick. Carla Nelson, the non-senator Carla Nelson, or I should say the Patriot. Yeah. Uh, Patriot. Yeah. <laughs> um, says Mike already in her book. I'm guessing she's saying Mike is Michelle Obama already in her book that she had both her daughters by surrogate. Hmm. What? I guess. If what? She read her book. Are we really I'd, that I'd bad at our job? We don't even know that. Well, now I'm gonna no because everybody talks about the pregnancy photos. I just saw a tweet today. Mm-hmm. Someone's paying a thousand bucks to anyone who can get pregnancy photos. No, that's BBC wow. reports in November 9th to oh no, let's go USA Today. Michelle Obama used uh, IVF to have Malia and Sasha. What's oh, well, so that just still means in, in yeah, vitro. Yeah. What's IVF? Like that's artificially in, inseminated in, in vitro, oh, an mm-hmm. artificial womb. No, no, what's no. that? Let's okay, let, let me the read the story. <laughs> Michael Obama is opening up about her difficult journey to motherhood. I'm just kidding, all right? Take it easy. I think she's a woman, by the way. Michelle Obama is opening about her difficult journey to motherhood in an exclusive interview with ABC News anchor Robin Roberts, airing this week, and that's pegged her to her upcoming memoir. Da, 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 da. Okay, in a clip from the special shared on Good Morning America Friday, the former first lady revealed that she suffered a miscarriage, which left her feeling lost and alone. She writes about her fertility issues in her book. I felt like I failed because I didn't know how common miscarriages were because we don't talk t- about them. Mm-hmm. Obama 54 told Roberts the incident happened about two decades ago. We sit in our own pain. Th- okay, da, 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 da. The book. The becoming author and former President Barack Obama were able to welcome daughters Malia, 20, and Sasha, 17, through IVF. I realized that as I was 34, 35, and she said in an interview, we had to do IVF. Hmm. Michelle Obama saying it's her desire to help other women motivate her openness. So she admits to doing it. What does that mean? In vitro fertilization, IVF, isn't that what it means? Mm -hmm. In vitro fertilization. So that, I still think, alludes to... Does that mean that Barack is slow swimmers, you think? (laughs) (laughs) That's what that means, right? No, it doesn't mean that. (laughs) It could. It could. Oh, it's so typical of the woke guy on our show to always blame the man. (laughs) Oh, gosh. It's a liberal man. In this case, case it's both... (laughs) 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 No, it doesn't mean just the man. It could be any fertility issues. One believes by what I just read, it's actually on Michelle's end, mm-hmm. right? Because she's a man, but not. Well, but she wouldn't blame you. Wouldn't blame your husband, or maybe they don't know what the problem is. Well, because she had a miscarriage, you're kind of assuming that's on. That's what. Bridget, you're a woman by birth, yeah. uh, <laughs> and still, because <laughs> you can't change. Right? Uh, isn't that the way you read it when I said that? Um, I, I'm sorry. I was actually zoned out of this conversation for a second. <laughs> you, this conversation. Why do I try? <laughs> Why do I try? <laughs> Why do we go the extended hours? Do we still have an audience, Dawson? Is Barely. this even worth it? What? Hardly. 
<laughs> we have we have another show to prep for too. Oh <laughs> yeah, Carla does say there. for the record she didn't read the book, so maybe she just saw some article on it. I don't know. Mm. Could be oh. worth a read now though. We're at that point where Dawson's like, I don't even want to be part of the show anymore. She's. The eye care Apparently factor. Bridget too. Look at them. Look at them. Well, I was just kind of reading some comments. And By the way, Dawson was up early this morning because he had a shoot this morning. Mark Bashowski, geez, just messing with your schedule. All right, I'm going to finish on this point. I think what they're saying is that she had miscarriage. She had the fertility issues, and they had to do IVF, which still means Barack Obama's the dad, she's the mother. You're probably and right. She gave birth. I I'm so. so I don't care that much. Right. About I really this don't topic. care. <laughs> she's, a, she's a woman. She's actually a pretty good looking woman. A formidable opponent. I think as Ganser said, big deal. Why do we go on so long? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. But you guys are at fault because you're still watching. I saw it. I saw the audience still watching. So there you go. You're stuck we see with you it. at home still watching. We see us. you. <laughs> I can see you right now. You're still watching. And I appreciate that very much. So next Tuesday, we're going to have Liz Collin, not Collins. The, the, the Collin clan doesn't like the collins clan it's a common mistake though i've heard lots of people say liz collins yeah mm -hmm. yeah it's liz collin just mm -hmm. one no no s at the end don't get confused with those collins types mm -hmm. and i appreciate the comments from the patriot carla nelson not to be confused with the senator carla nelson we appreciate you guys watching every every episode thank you so much we can't thank you guys enough for this thing thank you to the political junkies william and the leader, Maga Jesse. Oh, you got me yawning? <laughs> <laughs> you went to me right as I was yawning. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, I, it's not just me who gets exhausted from these. Uh, Dawson's like, don't mess with me. Don't mess with me at an hour and a half into the show. Wow. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's great. Well,